0: Save Shakes. It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. Hey. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. So before we, I was going to say turn on the mic, hopped on whatever you want to call it. We literally were sitting here talking about how we're heading into cussing season. And we had to give Lauren a debrief on the episode <laughs> cussing season. So if you have not heard it, please go back and listen to it because it will give you a good foundational understanding of like the draft, preseason, you know, active season and then the Super Bowl, okay? So basically that season where people start being coupled up is upon us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's causing people to look a lot at the dating pool. I've been seeing so many things online about this is a better city today and this is a horrible city today. Mm -hmm. And so like, Let's talk about it. Because, I mean, I don't know exactly what's happening in the dating pool right now. but (laughs) But a part of me is wondering, like, is it that bad? Like, is it as bad as people are saying it is? So, yeah, that's a question for whoever wants to answer it. I know Ayana, I gotta go first. I, was say, Ayana, I really I'm got to so count to people
1: so hey, let me knock it out. Let me go ahead and get it out the way. <laughs> okay. I wish I could be like the person with the tea and be like I went on this date and this and that and that, but I just I'm just not. I don't know what the dating pool is like. I want to know what the dating pool is like from a perspective of people genuinely trying to meet other people. I don't really care about the tea and this and and that and you know, I don't really care about that. But I do wish, you know, but I, I ain't got no tea. I wish I did. So my perspective is solely going to be from what I've heard in the streets.
0: Just putting that disclaimer out. Reporting live, <laughs> Denisa on location.
2: Mm, I would say the dating pool has been pretty consistent. Ooh, at least it's consistent in what it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think for me, like my outlook about dating has really, really changed. Like I'm more positive <laughs> in response now than I think I was in the past. In the past, I used to be like <laughs> just in all sincerity, but now I'm just like you know, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm just like whatever, God. I mean, I trust you. So whenever the time is right, it'll be right. And um, I love that I'm that way too because like I I celebrate people when they when they do find, you know, their significant others. Like I have friends now who are like, they were me like two years ago and now they're about to walk down the aisle next year. Um, So it's exciting to see that because it lets me know that God answering somebody prayers. (laughs) But um, as far as the pool, I just don't, I don't know, I keep hearing people say it got pee in it. I think it does, but I, I don't know. I think the pool guy probably came out like I think the pool, I think I see the I think we booked an appointment for the maintenance. Pool, <laughs> right. <laughs> right, the pool might be open. It might be. I don't know. So, so you're
1: saying when you put better? it that way, when you put it that way, I realized that like for years I've been on the shallow end of the dating pool, right? Like I want to put my foot in it, but I was like, ah, nah, I don't really want to put my foot in it. But at this moment, it's like, okay, I might, can, I might can swim on out a little bit. I might can right. You know, I don't just- know.
2: Here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to put my foot in it, but the thing is, I truly believe that there is going to be somebody else standing at the same end that yeah. I'm standing in. I
1: don't somebody push you in. No, they
2: don't have to push me in, but he and I both going to be like, you want to get into that? Nah, we'll just let God handle it and we'll go to the side and get to know each other like that. So maybe we don't even have to put our foot in po-
0: the dating pool,
2: but maybe God orchestrates it. In such a way where we find ourselves in the same position around the pool, you know. That's what I'm thinking. So I don't not, know.
0: So not in the pool, but around the pool. But around the pool, like close hey. enough.
2: Oh, like no, when this- TD, TD Jake said something last week. He said something about the vortex. He no. was saying like a vortex means <laughs> like you get sucked, you get sucked in, but you're not really like in it, you know.
0: You know what that I do not even let you finish. Sis said no. <laughs> I'm i mean, thinking about I'm thinking about the pool where the lame man was, and they was like, why you ain't get in the pool? He was like, ain't nobody to help me in the pool. And it was almost Ooh. like, man, if y'all get up and get in the pool, y'all don't really want it because you ain't trying to get in the pool. And Ooh. I mean, that's what the Bible has said.
2: So, so you're saying I really don't want it because I won't hop in?
0: Yes!
1: <laughs>
2: Dang. <laughs> I
0: wasn't. I wasn't. Because
1: I'm, I'm sitting here like... You did that earlier, day you did, you did what Ayanna did earlier. I'm like, how
3: are you going like... Cause I was about to say, Lauren, you going anywhere? You you doing anything? How you gonna say you wanna you know dibble dabble in the pool if you not? You know,
2: it's different, yo. It's just so different. Like you know, I think I was more prone to go places in Atlanta than I am here in Florida, and I'm from Florida, and maybe that's the difference. Is like I don't know, me just being from here, and it's just like the the vibes are so different here.
3: What do you? So, say, so okay. you're saying that you're not ready, like in you're you you do not want to date in Florida? No, no, no. That's it's not easy. what I'm saying. Ah, uh, it might, it might be. It is
1: because she didn't date here, so I mean, it's no
0: different. Like, but I, I, I did. I'm, I'm I, I vividly did. recall Lauren you saying did. she was open, though. Like, I vividly recall Lauren I am open. Saying, like, I'm open to dating. Yeah, but that it would sound like she's trying to backtrack. But she, it, <laughs> Lauren, go back and forth every
2: week because I'd be scared. Like, imagine you seeing people drown in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You standing by the pool and you seeing people drown and you see one person finally get they, they stroke and they finally swimming. But then you see like 12 other people drowning. You like ow. Or they hit their head at the bottom and had to float to the
1: top. Somebody got to come save them. <coughs> right. Get too You're deep. Just like, Lord, I don't know if shit. Should... It's safe. I out mean, here. all right. Not to
3: sound deep or anything.
1: All right.
2: I but
3: Let me know. Like I believe, and I not. I believe I know for a fact that you have a spirit of discernment yeah. because you done peeped some <laughs> folks before. A whole lot of pe- a whole lot of people peeped them. I can true. like uh, a bunch of folks, like Lauren. It's been people that we know. Lauren knew from jump that they weren't it, male, yeah. female, everything. And I was like, dang, she was right. So you yeah. have a spirit of discernment. Yeah. And I believe that, you know, when, with you meeting people and getting to know people, you you're not going to drown. You're not, you're not going to hit your head like I yeah. there's anything to be afraid of. Like, you're you are a smart girl, you know what you want and you get yeah. what you want. Like I believe that there are guys out there who fit the standards that you have and vice versa. Like I don't, I don't
2: yeah. I, don't I believe that too.
3: To I mean you just got to put yourself
2: out there, though. Yeah, that's the challenge. No. <laughs> in, in all truth, I don't know about... In all truth, transparency. I don't know about transformation. Transp- yet, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge. But, you know, um, just to kind of kind of share a little transparency, I literally last week... And I've prayed this before, but I think this time I meant it. Like, I was like, God, you just gonna have to show me. Like, show me what to do. Because... Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that has not been in it for so long where I'm comfortable, mm-hmm. but then there's a part of me that still desires it. And then there's a part of me, I'm going to be honest, there's a part of me that that has some trauma mm-hmm. because of past relationships that I've allowed myself to get into and what that's brought. And uh, my grandfather, before he passed, he shared with me, like, you know, like, don't discount the past relationships. He was like, because those were lessons like mm-hmm. that you learned. But I'm just like, I know life is an ever evolving lesson, but I'm like, God, the, the the I guess the level of emotions that those lessons brought me through,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't ever want to feel that ever again. And if that's what comes with it, then I'm content being in the place that I'm in because I, I, I know I've said this to you all before. Like I really want re- whatever relationship um, that I'm involved in, I wanted to add or multiply to my life, and mm-hmm. you know, to your point, Ayana, it does take a strong spirit of discernment. But I really just feel like I'm asking God that it that He takes the lead in it because it up to, if it's up to me, I would just kind of be where I'm at right now. So,
3: gotcha. I but you- I
2: ain't the only one that's around the pool, so I just wanna. <laughs> Divert the attention
3: to to, <laughs> but,
2: to, to, to my other co-hosts.
3: I'll say <laughs> this though: like before, Denise even start. I really appreciate y'all being vulnerable in these areas um because it's not easy. And you know, Shardae and I can't necessarily relate to certain things. And like my even my relation to it is even further out than let's say Charday's relation to it. it. I have been in a relationship for quite a long time, so the dating pools that I was in versus 2022 is very different. So there's only so much that I know and I can bring to, I guess, the conversation. So I really appreciate y'all being open and vulnerable. I just want to say that. Yeah,
0: y'all's honesty is refreshing. And I feel like even when I was in the dating pool, I feel like I respect Denisa and Lauren so much. Because I don't feel like I approached, I didn't approach dating as a Christian woman as I should have. I was out there skydiving, <laughs> 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 <ball is> <laughs> Okay. Back flipping in the pool. Like <laughs> I tell people all the time, like I enjoy singleness to the last drop. I wrung it out. Okay. And was like, but, but but let's be real. Is there anything really wrong with that? I honestly feel like people in church will tell you. Yes. Like, I literally was having a conversation with somebody about like, OK, me and Emmy, we've been married for two years in December. And she was like, you know, like when y'all date, and I was like, yeah, me and Emmy broke up before or whatever. And I dated people in between that. And she was like, really, you wasn't just that. And I was like, no, absolutely not. And I let him know, too. Go date whoever you want to date. And if. You meant for me? You end up right back here, and I'm gonna do what I want to do because I'm not gonna sit around and twiddle my thumbs. It's like no, I'm going to meet people and explore or whatever. Not to say, and we've had this conversation on the podcast too. That don't mean you out here having sex with everybody because that's the first thing that comes to people's mind. It's like Mm -hmm. if you're dating, like dating different people, then you're being intimate with all of these people, which does not have to be true. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you're single. And I'll put it like this I don't, I would never want to be in a marriage as a person or with a person who did not figure out who and what they wanted before me. And I feel like sometimes as a young adult, as a young Christian adult, if you aren't you know, completely solid and like, these are the things that I like. These are the things that I don't like. This is the type of man and values that I want. This is the type of man and values that I don't want. That if you don't date different people and figure that out for yourself, then you'll be in a marriage figuring that out. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that person and I don't want to be with a person who's like that. So I would prefer to date and get to know different people and be with someone who's dated, who's dated every type of woman that they want to date. They've dated a woman who's a boss and they're making their own money. They've dated a woman who's super quiet and docile and comforting. they dated a woman who going to curse you out. they dated a woman who's going to pray in tongues over you when you sick. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up at this point. But a person who has been in enough situations and relationships to know this is what I want. And when I'm in my marriage, I'm not seeking to find out what else is out there because I know and I mean, some people don't agree with that. So. I mean, it's, yeah.
3: ba- it's basically getting to know people. Cause I, feel I was just like, trying to say that.
0: I think I think the biggest thing when it
3: comes to dating, especially in Christian in the Christian world or whatever, is stop looking at it as this person you're going to marry. This is a friend. You're getting to know this person. The same way you meet a girl. Uh, and you'd be like, Hey girl, you know, like how we all met each other, and we actually went out and hung out with each other. We go to lunch, we go to dinner, we've been over each other's houses, all just all over the place. You know, we go to group settings, we whatever. Yeah, why can't you do that with the opposite sex and just look at them as I'm getting to know you, right? Not creating this big fantasy of the altar right when you like, oh, that's my husband. Girl, that ain't your husband. Just hang out with the dude. You know? Yeah. Like, just hang out. Because you don't know him. So, I don't see nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with getting to know people.
2: I, I was going to say, and I'm going to let Denise answer. No, but... you're kidding. <laughs>
3: there's
2: no rush here. No, I know it's not, but we got not rush.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh, I was going to add to what Sade said, because I can respect, you know, definitely an individual like you, but I know that there are some women who are kind of like myself, who I don't, I know I vocalized this before on the podcast, how I'm not like crazy over dating. Like it's mm-hmm. not something I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait. Da, 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 da. I know it's a process and I know it's a necessary process, but I'm more so cling to the friendship aspect of like getting to know someone as a friend. because you know, to Ayana's point, the foundation of any relationship is friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I would just, and I know I'm single, so, you know, and I know these are two married women giving you advice. So I would, you know,
0: kind of listen to them, but, but I, I, I believe too, for me, it's like, um, I, before you say what you're about to say, I don't want you to discount the information that you're about to give like you and denisa are so wise Mm -hmm. and i mean even with me saying what i said it's like i look at y'all and i am what's not not inspired because i can't go on to do what y'all are doing but i can't i can't think of the word like i look at you guys in such high regard for your level of standards and Mm -hmm. for you being able to say you know this is how i'm moving so yeah And and
3: it's also personalities like you look at Sade's personality, my personality, Denise. That said, part, you know, yeah. We all have different personalities. When I was single, I was extremely shy. So I wouldn't do what yeah. Sade did. <laughs> like, you know, but Sade is, is <sighs> it's funny. She's an extrovert, but she's an introvert. Introvert, like, yeah. Yeah, like, ambivert. <laughs> yeah, and so- But me, I was just straight introvert. So like different personalities, if that's your personality and you like to get to know people, it's nothing wrong with that. But also if you're like me and it's like, you know what, I just may get to know this person and maybe that person and maybe, you know, that's cool too,
2: so. Yeah, I was gonna add to like what Sade had already said and said pretty much like even at a friendship state, like hold them to the standard. And it's something as simple, like it can be something as simple, like for your guy friends, even if you out with your guy friends, open the door for me, you know, like even something as simple as that, because I mean, I had a guy tell me this one time. I don't agree with it. And I, this goes back to a conversation we've had before, but they say like, guys are not just your friends just to be friends. Like anytime a guy is a friend with you, there's possibly some thought in the back of his head, like what it could possibly be. Like even if he doesn't act on it, but if he's a single guy, you're a single girl, just know that he's possibly thought about it whatever. I don't even think about that because I have too many guy friends to even try to think about that.
3: Mm-hmm. But,
2: um, I will say that anytime I'm out with my guy friends, there is a standard, even in friendship that I hold them to. Cause my thing is, if you ain't doing it as my friend, I know when it's time to date, you gonna you ain't going to want to mm-hmm. do, it, you know? And so for me, it's like, there are certain things, especially like um, just at a friendship level, I'm like, you got to get, you got to show me, you know, because to me, that's a milestone to even get to the next level. So I would say that, you know, if you're the girl, that's not necessarily the one that, um, that dates frequently, like, which is me. I, number one, I'm, I'm, I think I'm realizing I make myself busy, but I know that I am busy. I know that I'm a very busy individual. Um, but Um, In that it doesn't allow for me to to date as frequently. So understand if I agreed to go on a date, that's a special thing, because typically I just kind of just focus on work, focus on goals, repeat, (laughs) you know. Um, And so my thing is that's why I cherish those moments when I am just in a friendship group. You know, because I'm watching, I'm seeing how you not only move with me, but how you move even with my friends. Like, how do you treat my friends? Even if you're not attracted to my friends, are you opening the door for them? You know, are you being a gentleman around them? Um, So things like that, too, is uh, something I would I would encourage women to look at, even if they're not like if they're not dating. So, Denisa, (laughs)
1: So uh, recently a friend of mine had like a birthday dinner and there were like, maybe like eight or nine of us that were there. And I believe only one person was married, um, th- three people were dating and then like the rest of us were single. So we're all kind of like having this conversation about dating and it's, it's like cool hearing some girls like that are like, chardonnay. it's like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm getting to know. And this is the type of people I get to know. And if it works, it works, And if it don't, it don't. And I remember just being like, Ooh. Lord, you know, like I wish I could, like as outgoing as I am and I am an extrovert, like when it comes to dating, it just my brain don't it's a a switch that for whatever reason it just won't it won't switch. And I think it is kind of similar to what you said, Lauren, one being single for a, a nice amount of time, but in, in full transparency, although I would, it had been single for a period of time, I was still not emotionally available. So in my mind, I, I don't count that time as, oh, I've been single for da lot of the years, because truthfully, even if I, I weren't single, my heart or my mind or my thoughts were with someone else. So it literally you know, it's a process of getting out of that fog of, you know, no longer
0: being attached to anybody whatsoever. That's anybody. so good, Denisa. You know, hey, right there. Give us a little bit. Give us a little bit more on that. <laughs> you touched on right there because I feel I feel it in my spirit. The, some of the listeners that's because saying they want to date.
1: Even if I were like, say, even if this were a year today, Denisa is ready. She's open. You know, she's willing to date. She is. But if I'm being fooled transparently even a year ago I would not have been and I thank God that I didn't meet somebody because although I was single I used to hang out with my friends so much to keep me busy from not thinking about someone or you know what I mean used to work myself so it's like if I were to have met someone nice, I wouldn't have been open to receiving everything truthfully and fully in the goodness that I know God has in store for me. I would have questioned it. I would have probably self-sabotaged. I would have did toxic stuff. You know, like I would have just questioned it. So right now in this space, it's it's two things. It's learning what this 32-year-old Denisa wants, right? Like the vision that I have for my family, what I want. We talk about men, but what do I want? And then am I comfortable when I do date saying what I want? Because I feel like it's been such a women want this, women want this. It's like, Lord, do I even want to tell somebody when I do go out with them what I want? And it's yes, 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 yeah. I do. You know, but it's taking unlearning and relearning and just, you know, having friendships like this that aren't male haters and beaters and every man ain't you know that's not in my circle and i say that every episode we're talking about dating because if it weren't for y'all i don't know i probably would have been on that city girl you know real bad (laughs) you know that's just that's just my true experience but i think what um, exactly does that mean of the city girl real bad where is that what is that that mean if we being real transparent i think i was in the car with you charlie and lauren I, not, I do not know where you were but i told them i was like y'all i am hot and bothered and i gotta pray not in a text that's what i mean that's what i mean. Carisha, please that's what i mean. In full transparency I, think
3: this you, season, I, I remember you saying that to me another time i don't know i could have been in the car but i remember i remember that
2: yeah, you, you know what I had to do, Denisa. I, you know, I know every man talks about a little black book that he has, but women has a uh-huh. book themselves. And I remember burning my book, and I was like, God, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I deleting all these chats and contacts? And but I did that. I I purged.
1: This I'm is like finally a. Conc- there, I did yeah. that. I want to say, in, in April of this year, where I finally have been like, you know what, no know how you doing, what's up, liking your story, getting no nothing, like, just yeah. don't, you know, so, it's been a nice little, nice little space. Yeah. But I, I do want to make sure that, like, it's cute to be like, oh, yeah, I'm dating, I want to date, but if you're not emotionally ready and you know you're still attached, sit down somewhere.
3: Because yeah. that's what I had
1: to do. Yeah, and that's how and people get I'm hurt.
3: Fine.
1: Yeah. And don't hurt people, you know?
0: Yeah. What were you about to say, Lauren?
2: No, I mean, that that was it. I was just saying about the the black, the little black book. I think everybody has a little black book, but I think sometimes and I can only speak about my experience when I had my little black book. I remember there were a few guys. I ain't gonna lie. Like we were still attached. Like, honestly, they could have called me and I would have been like, oh, yeah, let's let's hang out, you know. Um and those particular guys, like you know, you got a roster. You know, you got the ones that almost like we're talking about starting, starting point guard. You got the starting start yes, start five. Yes, <laughs> then you got people on the bench.
3: Then you got the practice team. You know, where you just go, you know, practice. Yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> first of all, how you gonna sit there talking about? Oh, you know, I'm not like,
0: well, this this I'm just just like But This is right. That's what I. this got to starting. This is giving very much. This is giving yeah. very much our day. It's yeah. giving. Yeah. It's, it I get giving
1: Pre the uh, regular season, uh-huh. all season. you
0: right. This, season. this is so long ago. This Hot is like 2018. summer. Okay? All of oh it. Oh my God. No, this,
2: this is long 2000 ago. 2018. what? 18, 18. So even pre-pandemic. So pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. So the so. pandemic
0: slowed her down. That's what Very I was going to so. say. That's, that's what I was going
2: to say. Well, well, that and just a desire for different. I wanted something different. I wanted something real, you know? <laughs> and so for me, I was going to say though, point I wanted to make is like for your starting five to me that's like the 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 biggest challenge for me it was because I genuinely care like I had some level of like attachment to these men and so um with that I felt like I owed them an explanation as to why I'm about to cut them off and something inside of me said don't do that they say either you're gonna cut them off or you're not because whether you give them an explanation or or not if they receive the explanation I mean what's that OK, and if they don't receive it, how is that going to change the outcome? So I say all that to say, like, if you've made up in your mind like this is a path that you want to go down and you're going to be real serious about it. You got to do it. Just do it at that moment. Don't think you need to explain nothing to these guys. Like I had one guy, which he was number one. Like, he was the he was the point guard. OK,
1: <laughs> first round draft. <track>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, port guard. Like he was reaching out to my best friend. Like you know, he he, he had all the contacts. But I was just like, my best friend reached out to me. She's like, so so randomly reached. I was like, oh yeah, girl, I don't don't you know whatever. And so my thing is, it's like I didn't even tell my best friend why I did it. I just did it, you know. And then as it came up, I explained to her why I did it. But I so
0: just say so just you you strong because I would have needed somebody to hold me accountable. Okay. <laughs> well, you just what's gotta hold you accountable. You, Huh?
1: What does that mean, hold you accountable? What do you mean by that?
0: I mean, in my seasons of cutting people off, I've always, and we've had this conversation too, like I've been good at ghosting people when there was no real like emotional connection. So people who I would date just because, you know, I, I, I'm i like wanting to get to know people or whatever in my dating life Back back when that was an actual thing. But I think for some people, even so, I use this for an example. Since we truth transparency, I'll be transparent. So, for instance, when me and Emmett broke up during that time, when we were in a relationship and we broke up. I had to have people to hold me accountable because it's like, if I say we're broken up, then I mean we're broken up. Then I mean we're not going to be in a situation. We're not going to act like we're still together and we're not together. So, I mean, like that. So, when it came to those types of situations, It was hard for me to sever ties without having accountability. So I'm saying for Lauren, like, you're super strong. Like, especially when you're talking about the point guard. And usually a point guard is somebody that you got some history with, who you have some type of, like, emotional connection with. To just, you know, cold turkey cut them off and not even have accountability. And I mean, for our listeners out there, like, I remember when I was younger and I would want to cut somebody off me and my friends used to have this thing where it was like girl if you want to call him just call me just call me just instead of dialing his number call my number mm-hmm. and sometimes that's what you got to do because I feel like to Denise's point if you don't get out of that cycle of continuing to date someone who's emotionally unavailable or has proven that they're not good for you 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 know you, you don't end up in a good space yeah so mm-hmm. I, I,
2: No, I was about to say in all transparency, I definitely did that. Like I definitely had people, I never told them that's what they were, (laughs) but I would call them like if anytime I felt like calling the other person, like for sure. Um, And then sometimes I would get In all transparency, sometimes I would get frustrated because they wasn't giving me what I was looking for in the conversation. Like I knew if I could call this person, this is what I could get in the conversation and you ain't giving it to me. So that's why I just felt like at a certain point that has nothing to do with them, has a lot to do with me. I need to get myself together. And part of that was therapy. Like part of that was talking to some older folk. I'm gonna be honest, like every young folk, every young person should have an older person in their life that they can confide in that can impart some type of wisdom. And it wasn't, I'm be completely honest it was healthy relationships that I've seen with older folk like older women or or men or both who are in a healthy relationship or even an older woman who's been single for a long time and Mm -hmm. she's doing it in a healthy way Mm -hmm. like I would converse with people like that as well so just kind of developing a new network Mm -hmm. and um trying to like just remove that old mindset so that I can um I don't know. I guess at that moment I can heal because I realized in 2018, I was just so broken. Like I was just, I could, I knew I could find a temporary fix, but I really wanted to heal because I knew I wanted better than what I had just went through. So I knew in order to get to that point, I couldn't carry the same baggage that I just left. Like I had to genuinely heal from that. And in that process, God graced me with amazing friendships. Like if you think about it, we weren't as close as we were in 2018. Um, in 2018, like another friend group that I'm a part of, like we weren't as close and like God really fostered strong women in my, in my life. Like he gave me beautiful networks, um, that I I tell you all the time, I think it's lifelong friendships and it's proven that even with me now moving into a whole nother zip code, the connections are still there. And anytime we link up, it's like, you almost didn't miss a beat. You know, I think things like that are just so now precious to me. And um, God, I think, I thank God because I, I really believe like what God did in that moment was he was giving me an example of good friendships so that when that time finally comes, I have a reference point. I have a precedent. And before that, I had good friendships, but it's different because it's like these are friendships that are embedded in Christ. Like each and every one of my friends have a personal relationship with Christ. Each and every one of my friends are open-minded or can tell me like, you know, something about myself and I respect it. You know, it's not like I get offended, but like they can tell me something about myself and I know how to receive it. Like all of these are aspects that I desire in a relationship. But prior to 2018, I ain't had it. I ain't had it at all. And so I didn't know how to receive it. I didn't know how to like, I didn't know how to adjust. I didn't know how to have a healthy re- relationship, a healthy friendship. And the beautiful thing is that it extends beyond just women. It's men too. Like I have beautiful relationships with men as well and it's it's simply friendships you know I thank God for that too I said God if they got to be ugly like let it be what it gotta be (laughs) oh my (laughs) it's the truth though you got to pray you got to like Lord if it's ugly male friends whatever you gotta do like let it be
0: what it gotta be but I just (laughs) want to make sure that I'm (laughs) making about our episode about you and your best friend Oh my god. No, what? no, no, not saying that. No, sure they calling Jason ugly. <laughs> oh I'm, I, I've never I've never even seen Jason. I would not call Jason ugly at yeah. all. I said I'm thinking about that because Lauren has shared that she can have healthy relationships with men which made me reference the episode about her and her best friend, best
2: friend? I yeah. a lot it. of people were skeptical,
0: I skeptical. It's okay. I'm, I'm still skeptical
2: but no you shouldn't you shouldn't be it's 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 been that way now for a long time Can so my thing is no nah, if it was gonna be that it would have been that i think by now it could have been several opportunities but it's just not that that's not what god <laughs>
1: you that's
2: oh not what
1: God. God has for me, so. So really quick, the beginning of what you were saying and what they was saying, I wanted to share something that my friend shared with me. So if you're listening, I really wanted to share these. Do not be sending paragraphs to somebody you are not committed to and somebody that you know is not good for you. Like the moment, you should not be <laughs> filling your heart out and going back and forth with somebody that is not that person for you and you know they're not that person for you. So
0: that's what I was gonna say. I'm practicing it's, it's myself. But Denisa with Denisa. There's something about sending a paragraph long text message. Listen. That just whew, it do something to you when you when you typing it out. It do. And
1: don't let it don't let it start with. Uh, you send clearly got, got me. Or I've been sent every paragraph you can think. Every paragraph, I done sent it. I'm the paragraph queen
0: oh
2: jesus child i didn't uh because y'all know i love a good note i done wrote a whole not note, a note and hit the, and hit the share button <laughs> i didn't
0: even know that was a
2: thing that's a thing yeah i was a note. whatever i got to say on my mind i'm typing it in the notes and then i say you know i'm just gonna share it to them <laughs>
0: Oh my! Y'all, don't do that. I
2: had One person respond to me. I read the whole thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she sent a book. She sent a book.
0: Yeah, Holy I agree child. with that. Don't do that. Don't do that, y'all. It feel good, but if you yeah, got just, to do that, you, you don't need to be doing it. Yeah. So don't do that, Lord. Um. I, was, I had something to say and now I'm completely thrown off. Lord Jesus.
1: Give it back to the Holy Spirit.
0: Give it <laughs> Lord, back to- give it back to me. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say a lot of times, because of course, you know, we have women who will be dating and then they'll meet somebody and think like, oh, this is the person and it doesn't work out. And they kind of like stay tethered to that person. Um, I think it's important to like, let God do, let God be God. Like what God has for you is for you. And you can't conjure up something happening, even if you feel like God has said whatever, whatever. It's like, you got to let God work things out in his timing for you. So even when it comes to like dating with a purpose, and I think that's one thing that as a Christian woman, you should do. You should date with a purpose. But to Ayanna's point, that doesn't mean that every man you meet on the first date, is like, is this my husband? It's just like, no, like just get to know people. Yeah. And if, and if God speaks to you, then let God do it. God is responsible for what He's promised, not you. Yeah. That's
1: good. Because when you do that, you know it's God. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time when people talk about dating around and I say I can't date multiple people because I when I, you know, it don't work, I need to know it really didn't work because it didn't work, not because I my attention was elsewhere, because that's my how my brain works. But it when you take that route and you truly trust God to literally like, you know, do whatever He's gonna do for you in that and concerning that area. Myself included. When it does come, you, it's it can't be nobody but him.
0: You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I think I shared this with y'all, off Mike, I guess you would call it, about a friend that I had that was in a relationship for like two years, and she was with this guy, and she was like asking him, like, "What are we doing?" You know, basically like saying, "Like I'm ready to be married, and I'm ready to be happy, and whether that's with you or without you, I'm not going to continue to live life and allow you to waste my time if I'm not it." And, you know, I, I, I feel like after you're with a person for two years, you know that they're it. And if you don't know if they're it, then they're not it. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel, you know, after you're a certain age. I feel like you after two years, you would know. And um, similar to her. And she said she did, you know, she went on a fast or whatever. And some other different things had happened. And her and the person ended up breaking up. And she said within like two months, she had reconnected with someone she dated in her past. And within three months after that, she was engaged and literally will be married before the year is over. And it made me realize, like, God can do things so quickly. And I think that we have certain timelines in our mind. But it's like, if and it's funny because when her and I guess the person started kind of having their disagreements, it was in December of last year. And she was like, you know, where do you see yourself this time next year? And I don't remember what she said. The guy said. But she said, well, I see myself in love and happy. Like, I see myself happy and in love. And she said when she said it in her mind and in her spirit, she felt like, and that's with or without you. Like, I know, like, that's where I'm going to be. And literally this December, she will be married. So it's like, you know, God can do some extraordinary things when you rely on him and you cast that care back on him. You give it back to him and submit even your dating life, so to speak.
2: I love that you said that, Sade, because to me... What I took from what you said was, number one, like your good girlfriend did not ignore her internal feelings that she desired for herself. And I think sometimes us as women, we get in this conditioned mindset because you are so influenced by what you're seeing on social media about what a woman desires and, you know, uh, is she wanting too much or is she doing too much? And I don't think it's a mistake that God gives you those internal desires that you have for yourself like don't, don't ignore those things. And I love the fact that number one, your friend was able to call it. Like she was like, I see myself in love and in happy and happy. How many people would be so afraid to say that to their partner it, 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 and and scared because of his response? Like, well, I don't know if he wants to marry me, so I don't know if I should say that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: in that instance, your friend was just like, it is what it is. This is what I see. And um, I love that you say that because I, I feel like you know, not, I feel like I know for a fact, me personally, I've been in a process now where I've been doing that. And it's not necessarily me, you know, having a public service announcement, say, check one, check one. I want to let all y'all know. it's not that type of energy, but it is a thing of like in the, in the private quarters of my own space, I tell God really what I desire. And, and every time I say that, it's a reminder to me anytime I'm out and about, and I don't see the thing that I just asked God for. Right. And so I, I say all that to say that, like, Sometimes when we get into a position as women, especially single women, where we begin to ignore those internal desires that we have for ourselves, we are now reconditioning our mind to accept things when we're out and about uh, or accept things that we really don't want. But anytime Mm -hmm. you start to like vocalize and say, this is what I desire, God, I'm asking you to do this in my life. When you're out and you begin to see the mirage or you begin to see something that that it's an image of what you want, but it's not the actual thing. It's a replica of what you want. You can easily say, this is not it. That's not what I asked for. Like, God, this is what I asked for, you know? So I say all that to say, like, women don't do yourself a disservice. Like, don't be afraid to, I would start in the personal quarters of your space. (laughs) Some of our desires may sound really, really wild. It really, to, to someone else. It may sound really, really wild, but to God, it may sound just right. Like, I'm so glad you said it. God, no, it's about time you start saying it. Like, I'm going to use for example, then I'm going to let, because I see Denise is going to say something. I'm going to use for an the, example. I mean, literally,
1: this just happened. I'm like, okay, God. Okay,
2: God. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to use this for an example. There's a young lady that I, I follow on social media where she says she told God she don't want to work. And it sounds crazy because if you say that, especially in 2022.
3: That don't sound crazy. That don't sound crazy.
2: What I'm saying, like, Not amen. to me, it doesn't. Not to me, it definitely <laughs> doesn't. But I mean, we can all true.
3: agree. <laughs> we don't want to work. <laughs> we don't want to work.
2: Right. She said she wanted to be a housewife, but she said she wanted to be a housewife to a man that can afford her lifestyle plus. And so she says she used to like not like shy away from that she used to vocalize that consistency consistently and god granted her that and now she's engaged to be married to a full doctor that in the floor, the lifestyle and everything that she desires and and keeping her and told her to quit her job so um i'm just saying all that okay. to say i'm saying all that to say like it's out there you know um but i'm gonna let denise know.
1: So literally going with what you just said, right, Um, this probably been a couple months um, because I remember coming back from a trip, so it was definitely a couple months. But going back to what I said earlier, too, like, oh, my God, would I be willing to say this to somebody that I'm dating? This is when God was dealing with me and exactly what you're saying. And I remember I said that I wanted something specific, and immediately in my heart, I felt that mm-mm. So the same as how you're saying God will, you know, give you the desires, it's okay to tell him what you want. He'll even let you know when what you're asking for really isn't your own heart's desire. You just saw something online and you thought it was cute, and you'd be like, okay, Lord, yeah, I want this. He immediately he was like, No. And it gave me such a peace. Like I started to cry because it lets me know, one, like, you're not gonna let me down in this area, right? Like I can tell you that I want something. And you love me so much that you immediately tell me, no, that's not even good for you. That's not what you should have. There's no way you're not going to grace and cover me and blow my mind with the man that I take his last name and submit to. And I'm, I'm, I am I'm will gladly submit wholeheartedly to the right person. So literally God had to like take me through this whole thing. And I just want to encourage whoever's ever listening. It's a process. Like it's not, sometimes it's cute and sometimes it's really ugly with him showing you stuff about yourself that whomever he has for you, it's, it's not your, the traits that you have aren't going to compliment that. And it's mm. better for you to go through your growing pain, pains and let him deal with you in those areas. Cause he's not going to allow you to hurt the person that he's going to bring into your life. And it's so cute to say, Oh yeah, yeah, this is what I want. But let me tell you how. Check with him. And and when you know you're being influenced, because we talked about this on the podcast before, about how people get cute and get married and want to go viral and they want to show their person for this reason. Uh, Like, my marriage is a whole ministry and he didn't even hear yet. Sade just had a beautiful post about her husband and a confession that she shares, you know, with their marriage. Like, God literally had to be like, this is what this is. What you're called to do, who you're connected with, going back to what Lauren said about networks. If it's like this now, imagine when the man comes. Mm. it don't, it don't. He don't, don't turn Windows. it down because yeah. you're getting married. It amplifies. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to share because that literally just happened to me. Where we, me and God, were going back and he had to get me together. That's so good
3: um when you said uh you know your marriage is a ministry and it's not even here yet um it reminded me of course you know sylvester and i say that all the time about our life is ministry our marriage is ministry our family is ministry and i don't think people really look at that when it comes to relationships they look at the internal and what it can do for them only versus how it can amplify and impact the kingdom you know And, you know, really show God for who he is in everything. So when we're looking at relationships, look for God. When, you know, when you're looking at, like, I need to see the God in you, you know, so that we can show who God is to other people. It's not just about, oh, he's a cute guy or she's a cute girl. What, like, what is that, what is that person's life lining up to be and how can, I'm not saying that everybody is like supposed to start a church or do this or do that. Like your your everyday life is ministry. Cause you know, we got to be careful with that. Cause you know, we done talked about this before. People get married and then it's like, oh, we got a podcast, a YouTube channel, uh, um, we counsel mm. people, all of that. And I'm like, it ain't
0: called to do none of it. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm like, you just got married last week. But the the little thing, like Denisa said, the post that Sardet put up. Who knows how many women were blessed by that, you know, and seeing healthy relationships. I mean, even I was. I would listen. I got to shout Charday <laughs> and EJ out because it was so cute this past weekend. This is me looking at my phone
0: like, because oh. <laughs> I love to see it. Like I that like listen, and that's so, and that like having community that really is happy to see happy yes. is a is a huge Let, thing.
3: Because I wish I wasn't on the
0: fast. I didn't. <laughs>
3: That's one thing. Oh gosh, I, I that's, <laughs> that's one thing I don't play with. Like, I want to see healthy marriages, healthy families. I don't like seeing drama. And then I'm like, it's nothing wrong with showing that love. Show your love so people can see what it really looks like yeah. and not the fake social media viral posts and all of that. But I know when I see them, like, I, you know, I know, like, it's not just on the screen. It's like when you meet them in person, you see that love as well. So
0: yeah, I, gotta I love you. that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Ayana. And it's, it's funny that you say that because I went back and forth with myself so many times about posting it. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm rubbing anything in anybody's face or, or whatever. <laughs> Lauren is like, what are y'all talking about? Okay. So Lauren, really quick, we're going to give you a 30 second recap <laughs> so that you can catch up since you're not on social. So um, Saturday, Emmy did like a surprise date night. Oh. We we went to Velvet Taco over there by Jenny's, by where you used to live or whatever. Oh, OK. And uh, we went to Velvet Taco and then we left. And he was like, oh, let's grab some dessert where you want to get dessert. And I was like, I want to get Jenny's. And I was like, it's right next door. And he was like, he was like, no, let's go to the Jenny's on Howell Meal. So we go, I guess, towards Howell Meal and end up at Put Shack, which I've been wanting to go to all year. But it's always booked up. So we ended up going to Put Shack. And then he was like, oh, you know, I think Jenny's is closed. Let's go to the Cafe Intermezzo. We all know that I will sit at Cafe Intermezzo until three in the morning. And so we're going. I don't have a sense of direction. So in my mind, we're going to Cafe Intermezzo. <laughs> but we ended up pulling up at the JW Marriott. And I was like, I was like, what is this? And he was like, this is a new dessert spot. They got like a little rooftop situation. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, like, why? Oh, sorry. why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, Yeah, they got this rooftop thing. And I'm like, oh, Okay, I ain't never been here. Like, this is so nice. And like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> so, shall we get in the elevator? We go up, we get off on like the 17th floor or something like that. And I was like, This, I was like, We're not going to no rooftop. And so we get to the room, he's like, Rose panels everywhere and like, little heart like rose pillows on the bed and like dozens of roses and bases and, 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 and it's just like I was just like oh my gosh it was just like yeah, so and he had packed my stuff for me it was just like super sweet and that right there like everything yeah. was sweet but when she was
3: like he packed my bonnet I was like guess what I'm talking yeah. about <laughs> I was like you better do that you better pay attention to them details because black yeah,
0: women, we don't play about our hair. Mm-mm, baby. <laughs> I need a bonnet or a satin pillowcase or we're exactly. not going to survive. We're not going to survive. And, you know, I did the really whatever, and I was like, well, I don't want to post it because I just don't want people to feel like whatever. And, you know, people always feel like if you post this and that, then this and this and that. And it was like, Emmett literally was like, no. He was like, people need to see healthy relationships so that they know that they exist. Exactly. Right. So, exactly. I appreciate that. I want to say
2: to me that means a lot to hear because I mean, some I think you did post it on social media, but your family just went through even a a loss and it was technically on Emmett's side. So for me, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking, wow.
1: Yeah, for him
2: to be emotionally, you know, going through what he's going through with such a major loss like that, and to still think of you, yep, so highly,
3: exactly, so
2: intentional to do all of that, exactly, and effortless seemed like it was really seamless, girl. Like,
3: when the the girls be like, you
2: got a real one, I
0: mean, but it goes back to like even the conversations we were having earlier, like. I feel like even when I'm transparent in smaller groups and I'm like, yeah, you know, me and my husband, we dated and we broke up and we ended up having to get back together and all of these different things and trials and tribulations that we went through. But it's like you you see the end result of something that you don't know you know what was sown in tears you see me mm-hmm. reaping in joy but you didn't see me sowing in tears and so I feel like for a lot of us we have to realize when it comes to the relationship and the dating part that everything's not going to be perfect
3: mm-hmm.
0: but it's purposeful when you keep mm-hmm. God in the center of it and that's why when you know we talk about Lauren's spirit of discernment like that's why you have to discern like what is true what yeah. it is that God wants you to do mm-hmm. so
3: yep.
2: It was something, it was something Ayana has said earlier, uh, when you were talking about relationships and, um, and you kind of hinted to like, I don't know, sometimes people look at our relationship and see, you know, like, I guess kind of, uh, are able to read the testimony off of it. But I, I, I want to be the first one to say that I think about you and Baca often. All the time. When I, when I say often, I mean, so often um and a lot of times it's dealing with y'all safe place haven mm-hmm. um and i think about the fact that in conjunction to that i think about the scripture that says though it tarries like wait for it mm-hmm. you know because i think sometimes like us as single women we just kind of we get in our heads and to be honest i feel like the attack against single not only women but single people in general mm-hmm. is so 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 strong like You have so many different outside opinions that are constantly like trying to impose their thoughts and, 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 and opinions uh, on you. And if it doesn't take a God in you, or if it doesn't take you, you just being laser focused and, and if you decide to turn your head, you're only turning your head to to be a witness to the different testimonies that you're seeing God move through, you will find yourself literally just in a spiral, a downward spiral of thoughts and opinions about your life and opinions about uh, your level of trust in God. Like um, there's a, a verse in the Bible that says, like, prove me now, like prove me now. And I think even with single people, like you can prove God in the smallest of things. Like I'm gonna give a minor testimony and it has nothing to do with relationships, but it has all to do with like what Lauren loves and like how intentional God is for me. Like, so I have been in this little thing now where I am collecting bread bottoms. It is what it is. I love them. It's just something I- We love it. (laughs) I love to do. And I told, I asked God, I remember asking God, I said, God, I really want the suede black ones, but I don't want to pay the retail value for them. Don't want to pay the retail value, but I really, really want them. And, you know, I saw the patent leather ones and, and I saw the patent leather ones had gotten on sale. So I said, "Uh, I guess I'll take that one since it's on sale. But in my heart of hearts, I wanted the, the suede ones. And so um, the patent leather ones came in, hurt my feet terribly just terribly they just they the sizes every other ones that i have but they hurt me okay so yeah they're curious. so okay they're the so okay so but they mm-hmm. hurt my feet the rest of them were fine but these they hurt my feet really really bad and so this week i was just like just scrolling and god told me not to buy them but i was like i guess i'll get them because you know it's on sale and they're technically black but it's just not the ones i wanted i'm scrolling God revealed to me the red bottoms that were like 50% off the suede black ones that were 50% off. I got them. They came in the mail fit perfectly. Now this is sounding like something that is just like kind of left field, but I think for me, it's not,
3: it's the the little things. It's 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 the the little little things things in everything. It's reflective
2: too. Like if you think about it, it's reflective of like relationships because we'll ask God for something. And you'll see something that it looks like it's on sale and it's readily available, like the black patent leather, patent leather, uh, patent leather, uh, so Cates that I got. And so you'll tell yourself, I want to get it. I'm going to go ahead and get it. It's readily available. It's on sale. And technically, it looks like what I want. Technically, it's black. It's okay. But it's not the the thing that I asked God for. And you'll get it.
0: And you'll try it on. And Mm. it won't fit. (laughs) But you know the best part of that story, though? the ones that you really wanted god still gave you yeah and you want to know the 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 better 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 part of the story is when the shoes didn't fit you made a decision to say like i'm not even gonna force it i'm just going let it go and i told my mom crazy thing is, i told my mom i said i'm gonna give them away to a girl that
2: been wanting that's what i told my mom i said i'll just give them away so my thing was i was to your point like how you saying like like I'm, I'm, I'm relating it to a relationship. A lot of times we'll say, we'll, we'll take the theme that's like readily available, but God's like, I just need you to give that away. Like that's somebody else's blessing. That ain't yours. Yeah that's so
0: good that <laughs> part right there that's that's good. not even that that's that's, that's somebody else's blessing that's not throwing even it, yours. throwing it back in the pool once you yeah. discern yeah, it's back that for me yeah. throw it back yeah, and it imagine
1: back. though but imagine her wearing them and stretching
0: them out and you know just girl on one more time
1: one time and, and
0: tiptoeing. <laughs> and there are literally people out here trying to stretch out relationships. Wearing folks That's out.
1: That's
0: my point. They marriages. Just wearing toxic
1: out. cycles. Yep. All of this
0: stuff. Wearing something that wasn't what you asked for. Yep. Wasn't God's best. But your best was out there. Yep. If you would have just given away what it was that you weren't supposed to hold on to in the first place. But, but for the fact that you didn't want to have nothing You held on to what was good enough. Mm. And the crazy Mm. thing is, like, if just to kind of add to it, the the black
2: suede ones were cheaper than the patent leather ones.
1: Mm. So my
2: thing is, if I had just waited on what God wanted or what God was going to give me, my prayer. If I had just waited on the prayer, Mm -hmm. you know, it wouldn't have cost me. As much as the black patent leather ones. I mess around and run around this table, Lauren. Go ahead, stop playing. Mm-hmm. Stop playing, Lauren.
3: I mean, we're yep. relating
2: this to to Christian noobs, but I mean it's a message. Listen, it's
0: a message. <laughs> it is a message. It's a
1: message in the shoe.
0: Yeah, I said, I don't think there's nothing else to be said. I just <laughs> It's a message. It's a mic drop for me.
2: It's a message. And so I just say all that to say, like, I know I started with Ayana and then moved to, but I'm saying it's just so many, it's so many revelations that God can give you as it concerns a single space, but you just got to be open to receive and you can't be blindsided by the foolishness of other people trying to impose thoughts into your head. It's going to sound crazy to me. I think, I think about this all the time. I said, I bet Apple sounded crazy until it happened. Yeah. You know, I bet the iPod sounded crazy. Airpod sounded crazy until it happened. I bet the Internet sounded crazy until it happens. Mm -hmm. So like your prayers that like you're asking God for, like it's going to sound crazy to other people because it's not their prayers. It's not it's it's not what they're asking God for, but it's for you. And it fits perfectly for what God has afforded for your life or has intended for your life. So mm-hmm. I just say remain in that vein and like just watch God work. Like that's where I'm at. I'm like God, if you would just do, if you do it for some shoes, for some shoes. Mm-hmm. For some it, I shoes. mean, some shoes, something. I I I just I put my foot in here and there. I could only imagine, and I think about that all the time. I say God, if you give me this this job, this job, this level of job, if you give me this shoes, if you give me this opportunity, I can only imagine like what, what the gift that you have in store for me concerning this thing. And, and, and I think Denise and I was talking about this too, one time It's like, sometimes those prayers that you are praying for, like those like really, really good prayers, like it got to take a while for it to come. Like, it's not going to come overnight because it's just that special. Like I was literally, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but I, I was literally reading on Adam and Eve and, um, there was a part of the scripture that uh, God had told Adam to find a suitable partner. And um, if you continue to read, it says that Adam comes back to God and said, God, I haven't found a suitable partner. Meaning that there was some time between the time God asked him and the time he came back to him that he was like, God, I'm looking, but I ain't finding nothing. And God said, all right, bet. He said, I'm gonna put you in a deep sleep. And he said, and in the deep sleep, he took the rib and, and, and I'm sorry, he took the, the womb and then, you know, call it woman and all that jazz. And so my thing is, is like, God revealed to me, he said, don't forget that I am a creator. Meaning if you're going through life and you're not seeing the thing that you're praying for, maybe I'm in the midst of creating it. Like creation was the first thing that I did. That was the first miracle that I did. And I feel like sometimes us as believers, we lose sight of the fact that God, he's a creator. That's what he loves to do. He loves to create. And I feel like sometimes we're trying to see, we're trying to see, is it readily available? Whole time, God's like, nah, I'm in the back creating this. So that when I'm ready to reveal it, you'll see the miracle, you'll see the wonder. And the crazy thing is, is when I reveal it, you'll know exactly that it's yours. Like when I read about Adam and Eve, when he revealed Eve, Adam already knew that's my blessing. Like, that's mine, Hmm. you know? So I say all that to say too, like, just keep in mind, like God got your back. Like he's, I don't know, we was talking about a dating pool, but like, you know, maybe God over here building a whole nother pool with just one person
3: <laughs> so you can just kiddie, dive kiddie in it a you know?
0: it's a kiddie pool
3: it's a small she, one she's stuck on this uh, jacuzzi instead of the pool right with Jets you know <laughs> jet setting
0: oh oh gosh <laughs> and on that note <laughs> we're gonna wrap Lauren up but <laughs> well, that's
2: it that's all I
3: have
0: I feel like there's nothing more to be said Ayana Denisa did you have something I mean I feel like Lauren mic dropped Um, I just I have nothing else to add. Thank you for tuning in today. Um we pray that this episode has been a blessing. I'm married and it was a blessing to me. Um so I hope there was something that was said that encouraged you. Yeah. Um please be sure, like if you want to keep listening, if this is your first podcast, make sure you check us out on all podcast platforms at Save Girl Seekers. Make sure you subscribe to us and then Catch us on our social medias at Save Girl Secrets on Facebook and Instagram at Save Girl Secret. No S on Twitter. As always, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. Love and peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs>